Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Glad you're here and hope you're ready for a great weekend. And we're going to get you there with some fun Disney talk. Today, we get our show from listener Chris. He sent a suggestion to the inbox at Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. And he proposed this idea for a show that if we were the Disney CEO for one day, and we got to make three changes to the theme parks, one that really didn't cost anything at all, one that was kind of right in the middle as far as cost, and one big blowout change to the theme parks, what would we do in that one day if we could get to get that change passed by the Disney company? So Pam and Ricky join me, and we give our thoughts, and we would love to hear what you think of our suggestions as passionate Disney fans, because think about it. We're all Disney fans. We love the theme parks. We think about them when we're not there, and we spend a lot of time at the theme parks throughout the years. So we want them to be their very best, but we all have ideas as to what might make the theme parks better. Hear what we would do in all three of these categories, and more importantly, let us know on the social media at Mike what you would do, and then join me Sunday night and give me a call. Let's have this conversation on the live BOGP open line. Don't forget today's show brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan your next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. Just swing by the website over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. Anytime you do that online shopping. And thank you so very much to our patrons. You guys allow us to put these shows out each and every week. It's your support that keeps us going. And our patrons get a bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to support us starting at just $5 a month for all these shows, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2371 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rawman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Friday to you. Hope you're getting ready for a great fall weekend. You have some apple cider, apple pie, pumpkin spice latte, and maybe a date with the rake this weekend. Hopefully not the rake. You don't want to have to do that. But if you do, have the kids jump in that pile of leaves. That's what the fall is all about, unless they have allergies like me, because then I'd be like, and you'd have to get the the uh, Benadryl out, and it'd be a big old mess. But I mean, I'm just, I'm a weirdo. So that's uh, that's the story of my life. I can't do any of the cool stuff that like Charlie Brown kids do in the cartoons. It just doesn't work out. It kind of stinks. But hey, have a great fall weekend. We're going to get you there. We're going to have some fun Disney talk today. Play right along with us. We're going to play Disney CEO for a day. Thanks to listener Chris. Chris, thanks for the suggestion. If you ever have any suggestions for shows, reach out on the uh, social media at Mike. Or drop me a line, Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. And coincidentally, you can reach all four of us by our first names at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. So you can do that anytime. Even Scott, I finally got him hooked up last week. I was like, dude, I totally forgot to get you an email address. But he has one now. And it's not even hashtag. It's just Scott at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. All right. Joining us today, we have Ricky from the TheMouseForLess.com. Ricky, what is going on this weekend down in the ATL? Well, I feel like I failed because I did my fall like stuff last weekend. I saw that. So yeah, we went, we took Lucy apple picking. 
uh, which was so much fun. So she went on her first hayride. Well, it wasn't really a hayride, but it was a wagon ride. And uh, we went out and we picked apples and, and she had a really good time. So that was good. And um, yeah, it was kind of interesting because I had literally done that the same weekend a year ago when I was pregnant with her. So it was it was just a lot of fun to get to, to like re kind of redo the, the, the year uh later so um but yeah i have no idea what this weekend will hold then since we've already done like our fall like activity <laughs> for for the year i still do need to figure out what i'm gonna have her dress up for as halloween so probably need to go halloween costume shopping for her uh this weekend but uh yeah otherwise i'm not really sure what we're gonna do so we'll, we'll figure something out i'm sure first halloween let me just give you suggestions easy because i remember this pumpkin or minnie mouse <laughs> I mean, yeah, those are kind of like those the two easy. that I've yeah. seen the most of yeah. is, is like cake. pumpkin or Minnie Mouse. Yeah. yeah. So, but we'll see. We'll see what I end up going with. So I think Mallory was Snow White, like when she was two, she Cute. was, she was little. Love it. Yeah. yeah. Pretty yeah. easy yeah. stuff. I mean, like when they're little, you just buy the thing, throw it on. I mean, right. I mean, I get that. Yeah. They yeah, don't yeah. like fight back. Now, when they get to be no. like four, then it becomes like, oh my gosh, it's like you got like three costumes because they change your mind constantly. Yes. I kind of, uh, I kind of joked though, because so a couple of years ago, we usually, we usually buy Daisy a Halloween costume too. And so a couple of years ago, we had bought Daisy a Ghostbusters costume. And so I've kind of joked around with the idea of dressing her as the Stay Puff Marshmallow. Oh, <laughs> so that, that we could, we could take her out as the Stay yeah. Puff Marshmallow and take yeah. Daisy with us and she'd be the Ghostbuster. And yeah. Uh, yeah. But, That's kind of um, what babies are for a while. Yeah, exactly. They like stay puff marshmallow. Yeah, they're like, they're like, I mean, it's but you know, under a year, they're just like props, you know, at Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. Oh no, she's getting mobile. Trust me, she's she's starting to run. <laughs> they're gonna get you all kinds of candy as you go around because yes. they're cute. Just, I'm getting the Lucy. candy. No. Well, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. They're they're basically an avenue for you to get a ton of candy. Like bring in the exactly. Kit Kats and the Reese's, kid. Let's go. I bring know. I know. Need All to right. find a better neighborhood. My neighborhood doesn't hand out a lot of candy. No, you're not doing it right. Get in the car. Go where the big houses are. Man. I know, right? That's how we used to do it in Flowtown. You know how it is. That's how we used to yep. do it around here. All right. Also joining us, we have the coder of the Magic for Less Travel, Pam Forrester. Pam, how's fall in uh, Western PA this year? It's actually really pretty. Where the leaves are starting to change, we can sort of look out you know, our back windows and see, um, so we can see a farm from like our sliding glass door. And I, beyond the farm are like all the trees and stuff. And it's so pretty to see what's happening there, just like in the distance. And I, we're really fortunate that the drive that we make to and from our house is just this lot, this road, this like in the middle of nowhere, it's lined with all these beautiful trees. So I will say fall is a good thing. I am all about the pumpkin, everything. Um, I'm, I'm here for it. I understand that some people get upset about pumpkin. I'm not quite sure why it's a lovely, you know, product. There. I, like it. I like it when it's like overly fake pumpkin flavor like i feel like a lot of times you get that problem now because everybody's like pumpkin spice this and i'm like i don't i like pumpkin i like pumpkin spice flavors i just i don't love like the fake 
pumpkin spice flavor, which I feel like you get a lot of like in London. Yeah, I get that. I it just, I, I like that pumpkin flavor. I really always have. So, um, you know, I don't think there has to be like pumpkin spice Cheetos or anything like no, that. No, definitely but... don't want pumpkin spice Cheetos. <laughs> a little pumpkin spice in my coffee. I'm all good with that. So, um, yeah, but it's fun. Like fall is fun. Um, you get to sort of change back into like, you know, sweaters and boots and like, I, that's more fun. Yeah, we had our first like cold football game last Friday. And yeah, I mean, that's it, fun. Like, it, well, it was fun. Like, but we would, the, this game was like out, you know, and like the wind was howling. I mean, it was cold, cold. Like, I was like, yeah, I thought this was going to be fun. Like, it was like, oh, yeah, we get to wear it. Cause I, for my birthday last year, the girls got me, um, like men's Ugg boots, which are the, cause I had never had these things, right? greatest invention and I mean they're kind of you know because like the girls had always had Ugg boots right I mean Paige had them Mallory had them Pam had them so like you know the, there was an Ugg store at Disney Springs I, I think I think it went out of business but um so I'm like Dude, that's a girls thing I didn't know they made them for guys <sighs> I put my foot in those things I mean they're like all like like woolly on the inside like with fur yeah. Oh, yes. the greatest invention ever. So I busted those things out. My feet were snugly warm on Friday night, but that wind was cutting me. And I'm like, I'm not ready for this. Like I was all excited to like get to wear, like you said, they get to wear the hoodie, you know, like I'm like, this is like it turned. I mean, the week before we were dying in the heat at the football game. Like this, <laughs> it ain't supposed to turn this quick. Like how about letting us enjoy it a little bit, you know, where it's just I like, know, it's true. I, I know. So this, cozy. what's funny is, is that um, we have this fireplace outside and Steve, like he makes fires in it all through the summer too, but it's like hot in the summer, right? So you're sort of like, yeah, yeah, the fire. I mean, you know, not that great. But as it's turned cold, this has been like prime fire weather. So he's been pretty excited about this. Yep. Good stuff. We get, we got, I got Pam a solo stove last year. We haven't busted oh, it Oh, those out are yet. great. I know we haven't even taken it out yet. We need to do that <gasps> probably. I know. Yeah, you have to. I got that for Christmas last year. We haven't used it. It's still sitting there. I forgot about that. It's sitting at the garage. Now We're never home. That's, I mean, I'm telling you, we are so busy. I'm not kidding with cheerleading and stuff. We are never home. I think you can actually use that on the deck, they said. But our deck's made out of wood. I don't know if I really trust that. Anyway. I think I would just put something under <laughs> I don't want to burn the house down. All right. right. That's a big ask. Okay. So we are going to jump into the Disney talk again. Listener Chris gave us a suggestion and his suggestion was, uh, let me get to the email here. He said that he proposed a show for us. And he said, if you were Disney CEO for a day, what would you do? You can make three changes. One that would be very low cost. One costly change and one in between. Here's his three, just to kind of lay the groundwork. His low cost, each park employee has one instant magic that they can use each day. A kid crying, give him a balloon. Over here, a guest complained about how long wait, uh, waited a, a ride and telling their kids that they can't do that ride because of a dinner reservation. Give them fast lane access. Items that really don't cost Disney any money, a perennial year of a thousand wishes. Okay, so that's his low cost, empower the cast members kind of thing. I like that. That's like very it. good. That's very good. His medium cost, every company has a frequent shopper card. How about a shopper card that partners with a grocery store, gas station, etc. So every purchase you make, 
you earn a little bit. I know that there's the Chase Busy Disney Visa card that does this, but not everyone wants to put everyday purchases on a 20% credit card. Over the course of a year or two, Disney gets to know all of your shopping habits and you accumulate some points for your next visit that you can trade for free gear or food. Okay, kind of a Disney Visa, but not a credit card. Uh, kind of just a, I guess like a, a Walgreens where you get points, mm -hmm. kind of a points okay. card. I guess like a, I don't know, what, what do they call that at Walgreens? Rewards card? Rewards card, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I always tell, here's the thing. I don't want to mess with the rewards card at Walgreens and I always tell them I don't have one. And then I go use my Apple Pay and it pops up automatically. Like, sir, you had one. It just popped up on your on your Apple Watch. I'm like, well, <laughs> bonus, I guess. I just didn't want to have to tell you all this stuff. All you have to do is type stuff. in your phone number. Okay, here's the deal with that. Oh, no. I, I did it once and they're like, that's not the right number. Because I always type in my wife's mobile number and then it wasn't that. It was like our landline at our old oh, house. Gosh. I can't keep track of what phone number it is. So now like, I'm just like, they're like, do you have a rewards for it? I'm like, no, I don't. And so the Apple Pay, right? They're bing. I'm like, they're like, sir, that was the that was your rewards card on your on your watch. I'm like, well, <laughs> bonus, I guess. And they're like, well, you paid already too. I'm like, well, score. Why are you asking then? <laughs> if it's all automatic, playing the game. Anyway, back to back to Chris. His high cost would be connect the land between the Star Wars Hotel and Black Spire Outpost and do that right. Make the hotel a one-night event where they close down Black Spire to only hotel guests and make it a true immersive vacation, incorporating the best ideas of the Star Cruiser experience. Kind of like an add-on excursion you might pay extra for on a cruise, but more affordable. There's got to be a way to do what Universal did with Hogwarts Express, not a box truck, and fill in the Star Wars land over time by adding rides and attractions. Once you get into the once you get into character at the hotel, Everyone you meet would also be in character. The other guests and staff and everyone in Black Spire would also be decked out in Star Wars garb. You don't go into fantasy baseball cap and see accountants in khakis. Everyone's wearing baseball gear. You should even modify the storyline for different events. Mandalorian, Ahsoka, the Wookiee Earth Day. He put question mark. Couldn't remember. What's that? It's called Life Day, right? Life Day. Yeah. Life Day. Yeah, Look at that. Yeah. I'm on it. Adults only events, etc. I'm not the creative one, but Disney sure is. I don't just think that they that the entire that they did the entire Star Wars world right. The original movie came out 50 years ago, and people still will cosplay. My sense, thanks again. So I like that. Maybe just kind of rethink and make connect Galactic Star Cruiser, the Halcyon to that's his big big thing. So to rework that, so we get three wishes. We're CEO for the day. Should we start with the middle one, the, the high-end one, or the low-cost one? Ricky, I'll let you start. Which one should I'll let you pick? Which one are we gonna go with first? I mean, I think we should work our way up. Okay. So I think we should start with the low-cost one. All right, yeah. then okay, let's go with our low cost. You go first. All right. So I think something that would be really great um for you know the the domestic Disney parks to do. Um, is something that they do all the time at like the Asian parks. Um, and that's, they have all this really cute Disney themed food. Um, and they're, they try a little bit at, you know, Walt Disney World and Disneyland. But I feel like maybe they do it a little more at Disneyland than they do at Walt Disney World. But I feel like, you know, that at, at like the Asian uh, Disney theme parks, they always have such really cute Disney themed food options for guests. And I think, 
you know, in this Instagrammable world that we live in, uh, the fact that we're not doing this on like a more, you know, daily basis at the, the domestic Disney parks is a darn shame because, you know, they started, they started introducing the popcorn buckets, which was a big thing, uh, you know, overseas. And they've started realizing, hey, these popcorn buckets and drink sippers are pretty popular here. I think the long lines of, you know, uh, some of the uh, options have definitely proven that. Um, so I just feel like, you know, maybe taking another um, piece of the puzzle from overseas and bringing it over here would be a really, really great idea. Uh, and I think that they'd sell so many, you know, Disney themed um, food items that would just be crazy. So I, I, I think they'd make so much money off of it. <laughs> and yours is revenue positive, right? I yeah, mean, Chris's exactly. wasn't really revenue. His was more like PR positive. Yours is revenue positive. Yeah, yeah. You're not asking for too much. Like you're, you know, you're literally, and you know, like I said, not only to get the revenue from people who, you know, buy it, but then they're going to share it on, you know, social media of, Hey, look how cute this is. And then other people will want to try it. And so then it'll just bring more revenue. So yeah, I think that's a, a win-win for Disney and for Disney fans to, you know, get to eat instagramable inspired dishes so yeah. i mean they, they, they start they're trying they are they are they, they don't they just don't have it yet for some reason i don't feel like they don't have they don't have the god the people whole. have shared their food on instagram i mean i'm, I mean, I'm we, that's me what are you I mean, talking we, about? right here right here is the three that we do i mean we we all yell i mean especially hannah too you know yeah. that the camera eats before we do. So it don't sure don't take a bite of that. Is everybody good? Everybody got the pictures? Okay, now we can eat. Okay, right. now we can eat. Camera eats yes. first. That's how that's, yes, that's if you eat with us, that's the rule. All right, Pam, low cost. First move is CEO. Okay. Low cost. I'm looking at my ideas here, trying to figure out what's going to be the lowest cost. But I think this one is. And what it is is I'm going to have more specialized help more specialized my disney experience help Ooh, at yes. the resorts so like you know when sometimes you go into the parks and you see the blue umbrellas and the lines for the blue umbrellas are challenging now i've gotten some my disney experience help at the resorts but there are some things that it seems like they can do better mm -hmm. at the parks and i think that each of the resorts the guests deserve to have that ability where there's a kiosk where there's a dedicated person or two like team member that can help with that and it can just be resort staff who can you know rotate through as the lines because there's not as much check-in staff needed anymore right. right so if they could help in this space i think it would just take some of the frustration out when there's a problem when there's an issue whatnot and it's really i think just shifting some staff around from things that they don't need quite as much now to other things so and i gotta give a shout out to the folks who work those blue i call them the blue umbrellas yes they're awesome man they solve I, i've rarely had a problem that they can't solve quickly and efficiently they're great right exactly and if they could just do that at home at, at the resort i think that would be great and i think the other thing is too they do it during times that are very tense for guests like it's not always the best guest right. behavior when they're there because there's a frustration level and they're able to de-escalate that and help with that 
So. Yeah, I mean, that's why I tell my guests at the Magic for Less, like if, if all else fails and you're in a theme park, find a blue umbrella, go to them, explain the situation, and they're probably going to be able to find a solution that will work quickly for you. Yes. Ask for that's help. Like, remember that you guys are both on the same side. They yeah. want to help and you need the help. So mm -hmm. go into it with that attitude. And, and they, and they have access to do things that most people don't have access to do. Yes. They can see globally. <laughs> where we can see like only part of things and they have For access sure. to things. So let that, <laughs> let them rock, you know, get, and also, you know, give them the clear expectation. What are you, you know, not that you're trying to get something, but what is your end goal? Like, what are you, what problem are you trying to solve? Let, yes. let the cast member know that be clear. Like what is the outcome you're trying to get? And so let's work together to get there. You know, and I mean, be clear. You don't try to, you know, I'm trying to sleep in Cinderella castle tonight. That's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> no. Just be clear. Mine is super simple. I mean, as soon as I saw this email, easy for me. Drop the park hopping at two o'clock. That's oh, it. Oh, yes. I just think that just boom. Bravo. The, the, the yes. time has come that, you know, it's 2024 at this point almost. Like, let's 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 get rid of that nonsense. You know what I'm saying? I just don't think that there's a reason for that anymore. And it's just, it causes all kinds of logistical situations at this point where I just don't think we need that. Just staff the parks. I mean, I don't think at this point, do you think there's a staffing benefit for the park hopping two o'clock thing? I just don't think there's, I, I just don't see where, what the benefit could be at this point. I guess maybe in that first shift, um, just yeah. that they're able to keep it down a percentage. You know what I mean? Their staffing needs, so that after, like, I am assuming that shift, the second shift comes in around that time or whatnot. And so maybe that, I, I don't know, though. I don't um, either. Yeah. It really is a very clear expectation for how many people could be visiting that park between the hours of when they open and two. So does that yes. help in any way? When you extrapolate it to us, it was, it was like, well, what could that benefit be? But think about extrapolating that out by thousands of cast members. True. So I, I just don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, they're not calling me and telling me that. No. So <laughs> we don't know. I wonder if there is, but they're going to. Yeah, I know. Just the whole thing. Well, I mean, come, yeah. come January 9th, a majority of guests, not us. We'll still have to right. have theme park reservations, at least as it stands right now, because we're again in pass also holders. something that they could get rid of. Yeah, yeah I mean, we'll see. It does. I don't no, think they that should makes, get rid of. Uh, I'm yeah, not saying yeah, that. yeah. But I mean, and I think that that has to be coming right because I think you're not going to want to have two systems. That's going to be really wacky. But yes. right now, that is how it is going to be. Um, that we'll have to have theme park reservations. So as of right now, everybody still has to have theme park reservations, and so I just think that. You're right. Like they know exactly where we're going to touch in. Mm -hmm. I, I just don't think like you drop that two o'clock time. How many people realistically would still be hopping between tapping? Because most people aren't getting that rope drop, right? Most people right. are Ricky in it and getting there yes. at 1030. Exactly. I mean, there's probably not that many people that are going to hop, you know, before two o'clock anyway. But I mean, the diehards that are really wanting to maximize their time. Like right. that's the 10 percenters. Let them, let them rock, like turn yeah. them loose. 
agree. I, I think. I anyway, agree. but I mean, we're talking like the people listening to our show or the people like, let's do it. Yeah, man. let's, let's hop it. at 11 yeah, o'clock, yeah, yeah. you know, because like we're done at it. You know, yeah. we were there at 830 and like we've we've done 12 attractions at the Magic Kingdom. We're ready to go at Epcot right. at noon. Like, because yeah. we're efficient. Like we know all the strategies. Like, you know, most people are rolling in at 1030 like, hey, let's, what are we going to do today? <laughs> Dude, right. Without a clue, suffering yeah. like right, buffering is exactly. what you're going to be doing. That's yeah. you're getting into a world of hurt because you slept in. <laughs> That's what you're getting yeah. ready Drop, to do. <laughs> dropping both that park hopper uh thing and the reservation thing for annual pass holders would be just huge and super easy to, I mean, maybe for us, easy, think, yeah. maybe not for Disney. Yeah, I don't know. We shall yeah. see. All right, Pam, let's go to the medium down the middle. What would you do? Okay, so this is going to make some people not very happy, Uh I'm going to say. But I'm going to put it out there anyway. I think that for guests that are booked at a deluxe or deluxe villa resort, I think that for for their stay, I'm giving each guest one individual Lightning Lane attraction to be used at some point during their stay i'm it does have to just be reserved one. in advance just one just so one they only get one yes, and, and not per guest. day but just per guest nope, That's just it. one okay. per guest All throughout right. for their stay it's not going to put a horrible strain on the system it still will need to be booked um you know at that at different times but i i think that you know as, not that I think that Disney's pricing is out of line because I see the pricing for all different kinds of vacations. And if you think that Disney pricing is high, that you should check out some other ones. I mean, it just is the like inflation is here, my friends. So it's not inexpensive to stay at any hotel right now. Um, True. So, but I think that it needs to be an incentive, like it needs to be guests staying at the deluxe and deluxe villa resorts do deserve some kind of resort benefit. And I think that that is one. So I know send me, I don't like no, that no, email. It, it, no, because you're paying a fortune to stay at a deluxe resort. That's I'm totally fine with that. If somebody stays at a value because you're paying extra, you should get extra perks. I'm fine with that. I'm yeah, cool with that. I know. And you so know what? I, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. 25% of the guests won't redeem it. Uh, oh, I bet at it'll least. be higher than that. At I least. bet. I yeah. mean, you know, but I think it would be a nice benefit for those guests who are paying that price to stay there. It just would be something really, you know, I think beneficial. And I, I don't think this is going to cost a ton of money. And I think the other thing that it may do is show people how easy the individual lightning lane process is because nine times out of 10, it's actually very easy. Mm-hmm. Um, they've had some quirks lately because they've had quirks in the system, but you know, for people who work in programming, no, it is a live system. And when they're trying to roll things out or make changes or whatnot, there's disruption to the system. So we give them a little bit of break on that. But the individual lightning lane is typically a very easy thing to use. It's built into the app, you know, all of those things. So it shows people how to use that too. I like that. And, I'm, you know, again, I'm not a person who stays deluxe a lot, but I think that there has to be <laughs> at the prices you're paying per night at a deluxe resort. You have to have things like that. You have to. And I'm totally fine with that. That's just how it is. Good. Good. So here, I don't here, want to make enemies no, with that. one. No, I, I don't think you, I don't think you are. I don't think you are. <laughs> and I think individual lightning lines are different than Genie Plus, like lightning lines. I think that they're a little bit different yeah. in my th- just the way I see things. Okay. Here's what I'm doing for my medium one. 
I guess this counts as medium because it's going to be revenue kind of neutral. That's how I'm, that's okay. how I'm kind of seeing this. And I think it's the biggest win for everybody. PR win for Disney. People listen to our podcast again. Everybody wooed when I said get rid of Park Hopper. Do people would lose their minds if this happened? I mean, in, in the Disney community. Bring back Magical Express for a price, but make it like Cruise Line. Make it something, because the Cruise Line, if you don't know, in 2024, they raise their prices for transfers. I think it's like 45 bucks a person. That is not expensive. Mm-hmm. That is fair. I think it's been 39 forever per person. Just make it something reasonable, but make, but also here's the deal. Like we're recovering at this point, make it again. So the luggage is included. That right. was what made magical express, not ground transfers. It was truly Disney's magical express. And you can't say that you can't do this because you did it for a decade or more. Like it was so magical. And I am not kidding to drop your bags at Lambert St. Louis International Airport and boom, they would show up at Pop Century to my door. That was truly, I mean, that was like, oh my, like I couldn't believe it. And then, you know, when you left, you took them down to the Bell Services and I didn't pick them up until I was back in St. Louis. It was, that was unreal. I mean, and people at this point, I think wouldn't even balk if it was 55 bucks a guest added onto your package. I, I, I think don't there think would definitely would be people who would be upset because they'd be like, it used to be it free. It used to be so free, you but you don't have to. People would be upset. But. You're right, but I think that it's an option. And if it, you added the luggage, people would be doing backflips. I think you're right in the sense of having an option like that would be something that people would absolutely want. Um, you know, we hear about it all the time of, I wish that Magical Express still existed. Now, of course, probably a lot of the reason why people wish it existed was the fact that it was free, but it did, it was an easy way to get to the resort. People it didn't have the, to question, it takes the stress out. they didn't question how do I get to the resort? Cause you know, we see that all the time of, oh my gosh, Magical Express doesn't exist anymore. How do I get to the Walt Disney World Resort? You know, so the, there's definitely something missing. Um, so I think it would be a great thing. And yeah, I mean, they definitely could charge for it and it would definitely be something people would end up paying for. Um, I mean, yeah, they grumble about it, but they, you know, do it. So, um, I, I, I agree with you. I think bringing back magical express would be a no brainer. Um, you know, again, probably something that, you know, logistically it doesn't make sense to do, but even with a charge, cause I feel like if they, had the ability to charge for it back, you know, then they would have. So, I mean, clearly something in the finances makes it not doable, but um, I, I think you're right. It would be a, a huge win for Disney. It'd be a PR win. I think it would be, God, it would be the thing is it to me, magical express back in the day set Disney vacations at Walt Disney world apart from anywhere else. Cause it oh, was yeah. just, it, you didn't have to think like you yeah. got on the plane and it was all over. Like, mm-hmm. You didn't have to think you just landed. You, you they pointed you towards the magical express into the airport and bam, you're, you're on vacation. Like that was so simple for the, mm-hmm. you know, for, for Joe from Iowa, you know, or whatever they, that meme was a while back, you know, or somebody from Kansas, you know, it was just, it was super easy, you know, and I just, you can still do that now, but it's just an extra step to think about. And the whole thing about a vacation is you just want to cut down the friction. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that just, it'd be, it'd be nice. I, I think that, 
It truly was mad, but the luggage is the key. Like again, <laughs> the luggage was magical. So that was what it was. Okay, Ricky, give your medium one. All right, so my medium, I think it's gonna depend on what ends up happening this year uh, with Disney Jollywood Nights at Disney's Hollywood Studios. So this year they're introducing a hard ticket event for um, Disney's Hollywood Studios for the holidays, which I'm super excited about because actually Disney's Hollywood Studios is my favorite park with the holiday season. And they just knock it out of the park with what they do without having a hard ticket event. So I'm really anxious and excited to see kind of what they do with this hard ticket event for the holidays. But I feel like it would be really interesting if this is a success and it goes well, I think it'd be really interesting for Disney to introduce a second kind of hard ticket event for Halloween um, at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And I think that, you know, something along those lines would go, you know, maybe focus more toward the villains. Um, I think actually they had, didn't they have like a villain themed um, hard ticket Made event at one point villain. yeah that yeah, yeah. Was crazy yeah well, which that was, was crazy insane. yeah but that just goes to prove like how popular something like that would be um and you know i know that it was crazy because you know a lot of people wanted to meet the characters and stuff like that and yeah that was nuts uh it really really was i remember huge lines for that but you know i feel like it you know, if they introduce something like that on a more, you know, um, annual basis, maybe some of that fury and fire will die down a little bit because people won't be like, oh my gosh, I can't ever go to this again, you know, because that's kind of how that, because I think it was limited time magic or something that they introduced that. And so, you know, I, I want to say that's what it was. And so like people were, they were like clamoring going, oh my gosh, this is like a one-time thing. And then that caused more, you know, panic of, you know, getting to meet the characters and stuff like that. So I feel like having something like that for the Halloween season at, you know, um, you know, kind of like an Oogie Boogie Bash like they have at um, at Disneyland. You know, I know that uh, at DCA they have like the, the villains treat trail and stuff like that. That would be a great way to maybe incorporate the villains. You know, you've got them up on a stage, but, you know, so you can do like selfies with them, but they're still like, you know, you could, they, they're still it's not so like I gotta meet the characters, you know what I'm saying? Like like the lines aren't maybe so long or something like that. So maybe that'll work. I don't know. Just me spitballing here. But I feel like a Halloween event at Hollywood Studios would be just a no-brainer if the one goes really well with the holidays season. So yeah. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. My my big one was gonna be at the studios though. See, so I was Ooh. thinking along like, ooh, the studios, because you're bringing an event. See that we're because now we're into the big, big, big one. Like Yes. We are. You want to shake it up? Now, see, I see. I'm kind of torn on my big one, but this would be huge because this. Okay. This would make the studios definitely the best park at Walt Disney World, but I also don't like this idea in a way. But man, <laughs> I would love it when I'm down there. I'd bring Cars Land to the studios, oh. and then what I would do is at Epcot, I would just turn Test Track back into World of Motion. Like go totally back to the eighties, like and make it an omni mover slow thing, because you wouldn't need two of them. God, but, I mean, I, but, but cars, but you have to agree. The Radiator Springs, yes, it is the same ride basically, but you it's wouldn't a very need test different. track and Cars Land. That, that's I, too close. I think there's space for both, but uh, that's a not whole at the same, not at the, so. not at the same, not at the same destination. Like I think you, I you, you can have test track. You can have no. I think you can have test track in Florida and Cars Land in California. I think Look that's how fine. Many things are similar though at, in the parks, you know. Now, I mean, you know, you've got things that are very similar 
Alrighty. No, I get it. I mean, because you got like I, sprinters I that are you, similar. You yeah, both, no, I, no, I, I, I think you can, but I, I, I'd love to have like, I never got to do World of Motion back in the day. So I'm spending big money. So I want to, I like that music. I like that. And I love those old school rides and I never got to do it. So make that over at Epcot. I'm spending, this is my big one. So like Epcot, make that World of Motion from back in the day because that'd turn all of us Disney nerds so happy. Be like a, like a living with the land kind of situation where we all love that because it's old. Okay, so we get that, but then Cars Land at the studios because that's my favorite land, dude. Because at night you could go over there and have the shaboom every night. Yeah, you could, I mean the good eats at the cozy cones and mm-hmm. you know Flo's V8 Cafe and I mean you get Radiator Springs Racers, also. Luigi's cars, the little yes. where they spin at the end. You got to put your hands up. <laughs> underrated. That is awesome. Like it's very underrated. I didn't know that that was a thing the first time, and then I was like, I'm a local because the second time I knew to put my hands up at the little spinny spin spin at the end. I was like, Yes, I'm living my California lifestyle. That is it is great for Instagram. I just love that land. So I'm I'm yeah. I, but I, you know what? I don't know if I like duplicating lands on both coasts. Like because it's kind of a California thing. You know what I'm saying? Like. It should kind of stay in California. Don't don't at me. God, I'd love to have that like at Marathon Weekend. I just live there. I love that land. I so it. I don't know. I'm I'm torn, but that's gonna be my one. Bring Cars Land to the studios, and then that park would be unreal. You're right. All right, You're Pam right. Forrester, spin the bucks. <laughs> okay so this is for the big <laughs> the big one um my big one and i'm i'm really good at doing this actually <laughs> spending a whole bunch of yeah i bet here. yeah i'm very good at this so if i had a blue sky budget right to go with this i would have um a resort renaissance a la michael eisner oh, when he started Disney adding decade. resorts from way back yeah when you think about before Michael Eisner started adding all those resorts, there were not that many resorts on Disney property. And I would love to see it again, if only for a selfish reason. I'd be adding values. I'd be adding moderates. And I'd be adding some deluxe resorts as well. I just really would. And I think that one of the things that Disney does so well is the theming, is the storytelling. And I enjoy that so much at their resorts. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's nothing about, there's nothing like staying at a really posh resort experience, right? And you can do that at so many locations all over the world. But there's also something very special about a Disney resort. And they carry that storytelling and they carry that theming through the resort, through the grounds and everything about the resort in a way that is very challenging to find. I mean, think about the different pools that they have, the different landscaping that they have, the different flowers they use, the different music they use. Just all of that really combines for this really cool experience that you can only get at Disney properties. And so that would be my big spend. Well, a great example of that's art of animation, like a value resort in the little mermaid section, which are the, the least yeah. expensive rooms of the, the value resort. If you look at the landscaping, the plants, you got to look at this, like they're bent so that it looks like there's underwater current. Like you got to know, you probably don't notice this if you're staying down there, but like the plants are actually bent like all the same way because they have like, uh, like seahorses and, and like little fish, like in the, in the landscaping. And so if you look, they're kind of bent all in a way that it looks like there's a current going through the, the landscaping. It's they wild, are. And it's a value. 
It is. And the plants that they use around the pool, they look like underwater plants. Like they're just so similar. They look like all of that. And that's a great example at art of, uh, you know, at art of animation, but they just do such a phenomenal job that I, I just want, I want that even more. I want more of it. And I want there to be more themed resorts so that guests will have like, they connect with one. You know what I mean? Just like, think about it. There are people who love the Polynesian and don't want to stay anywhere but the Polynesian because they love that theming. Or there's people who love Pop Century and don't want to stay anywhere but Pop Century. And I, I love when people make a connection with something. I mean, that's what travel is about. They think about things in a different way. They experience things in a different way. And I love that that can be what, you know, travel brings to people's lives. So and what's I'm funny, continue. what's funny too, is like, you don't know what your next kind of, like, I didn't think I would like the Riv, right? I mean, the Riv is as far from Mike Rallman as I could be. Like, that is fancy, and it's the Riv, dude. I'm a SEC football guy. You know, like, it's totally not my stuff. I went there, I'm like, this place is awesome. <laughs> you just never know <laughs> until you experience it. So, you know, Disney, give me some more experiences. Like, I love French Quarter. I love Riverside. I love Pop Century. I love the... I. Coronado, that's my jam. That's my top resort right now. Like I, I didn't know. Yeah, I, you know. So I want to try new things, and that's a great way to yes. get a sample. Let's. I love your idea. Let's do it. I know. I'm Great. ready. Oh, let me tell you, if Disney gives me the green light, I'm there. We're coming up with them nice. all. I like it. All right, Ricky, no pressure, but you got to close us out with the big one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that mine's as good as Pam's. I feel <laughs> I know, like that's I love really resort. fantastic. I, know, I love resorts. Let's go. I know. I know. It's a really great idea, and they definitely need more resorts for yes. sure of all categories, yeah. not just deluxe resorts, which I feel Thank like they're you. heavily focused on, and I get why, because they can add DVC to them, but like we need more moderate and value resorts for yes. sure. Like absolutely. Um, but my next one is a selfish one. Uh, so join the ride. Will you, uh, I am going to say that if with my money, I am going to completely 100% finally update the imagination pavilion to its rightful place in the Disney pantheon of everything like it needs to be this fantastic attraction um you know it's been proven that the figment meet and greet is successful i think you know it was so exciting to see him even though i didn't get to meet him uh i will soon um but like that's bring really back exciting eo bring back EO. <laughs> no let's create a whole new video for you know a movie for that whether it be figment Related, I feel like that would be a really great idea to, you know, maybe do a figment related video or something else. But no, we don't need we don't need to bring back Captain EO. We don't need to have Pixar shorts in there. We don't we need something new and fresh and creative in there. We need to update the attraction. You know, it it needs the love and um, zhuzhing that it should have. Like it's just it's so dated at this point. I still love it, of course. Um, but you know, it just it definitely needs some love and care. Um, and a new story. Of course, if they brought back Dreamfinder, I think that that would be just the slam dunk um, option there. Um, and then you've got to update the whole image works area as well. You know, there's so many things that they could do there. Um, and even if they don't want to do like an interactive thing, there's just so many creative things that they could do in that space. Um, so I say we definitely need to take that building gut it, maybe just completely redo it, but do it in a loving way because clearly 
clearly the fans want figment um i think we've proven that you know time and time again and you know it's time that this pavilion is given the love that it actually deserves so please that would be my like thing that i would spend my money on is again it's a selfish completely selfish thing on my part but i i think that's where we need to go is is to completely update the imagination pavilion to something so that it's not this dated dated it's weird it's weird to me that the, the, the disney company rarely touches that pavilion like they, agreed they stay they the like the like that thing's hot as a like a hot potato like they just don't touch it i don't know they don't like, touch it at and all it's the imagination no. pavilion it's like at the core of their of what disney is exactly i think it's because and maybe it's too big of a risk like right you know it's like dude, we can't screw up imagination that's like who we are yeah and, i mean i get it like there is a lot of pressure on updating that attraction like i totally get it and you're going to be judged harshly by Disney fans, which, I mean, that's something that they're probably used to being judged harshly on by anything at this point. So, you know, either way, I just, I think that there are things that they could do to make it right um, that a majority of fans will love and, you know, still tie into that old school mentality of what imagination was, but make it current for, you know, my daughter, you know, I'm just saying like, I, I feel like we just need to, to, to meld the two and I, I, I know it can be done and I, I would love to see it be done. And I hope maybe at the next D23, they actually decide to do something with the pavilion. I mean, you know, they're spending, they say they're going to spend a lot of money uh, you know, updating the parks. And I know they're talking about, you know, Encanto and Coco and, you know, everything like that and, and Indiana Jones. But I, I, I think a lot of us would really like to see an updated figment attraction and imagination pavilion. Hang on. Breaking news. Brandon in our live chat says he always gets the skunk. Wait, I, I always get the skunk. <laughs> Hang on. Let, let's mean, say, wait, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Ricky, when you ride that ride, do you get the skunk? I get burnt coffee, but that's because I know that's what it is. Okay. So, you, okay, so you don't get the skunk. Pam, do you get the skunk? It seems like we get it a high percentage of is the Is that time. thing fixed? Like, does everybody get the skunk? Wait, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I'm whoa, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. get the skunk. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Fake yeah, news. But, okay, I'm calling the, the Las Vegas uh, Gaming but, uh, Commission on that uh, right there, the slot machine. That, something's wrong when, there. When you know it's the smell of burnt coffee, it doesn't bother <laughs> you so much anymore. That's, that's how I smell. When I Actually, whoa. I kind of weirdly kind of enjoy the smell now when i go through there because i'm like mm, it smells like coffee we're good right she changes poopy diapers I do. <laughs> <laughs> those do not smell like a rose i just gagged i just gagged right here into my microphone <laughs> nor do they smell like coffee i'm just saying not a rose not coffee sorry if you're having your friday uh, morning mcmuffin i apologize for that <laughs> uh, you know it's time to get out of here people are trying to have their hash brown so, yeah exactly Exactly. <laughs> well, hey, again, Sunday night we're all gonna all be together and uh, and carry this this on because uh, Scott's gonna be on his way for his 40th birthday bash out in Hawaii, out of Delani. But uh, we're gonna have a conversation on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch for the Sunday night live call-in show. So join me for that. Seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock Central would be a lot of fun. And uh, one big, one middle, one uh, small change you can do to the Disney Parks as CEO. It'll be a lot of fun on Sunday night. Don't forget, our show is always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan a great vacation. No additional cost to you. That's the greatest thing. We talked about inflation. I rolled into our QT the other night. I just had to get a gallon of milk. $6.25 for a gallon of milk. I was like, 
Well, that's because you stopped at QT. Dude, six twenty-five for a gallon of milk. I was like, did yeah, I just get like a twenty-four QT, pack of Google beer or something? Grocery store for milk. Well, Do not go to a gas station. Dude, it was like ten thirty at night. I just needed <laughs> milk for my cocoa puffs. I that's all I needed. I just needed. Then milk. you get a small container of milk and go to the grocery store the next day. No, because I didn't. Because <laughs> I didn't have to play the game again the next night. Six twenty-five for milk, and I wanted to put it back, but I didn't want to be that guy, and I'd already hit the button on my Apple Watch. I was like, "This is supposed to be like three dollars." Six twenty-five. It is. I I, I probably got an alert on my watch because my heart probably went. (laughs) Sir, you're you're out of your norm on your heart rate because six (laughs) twenty-five. Anyway, here's the best part: you make up for it when you work with the magic for less because no additional cost to you that's what that is i just couldn't believe it i said throw that in there i almost had a heart attack when i saw that but we're going to plan a great vacation together it's gonna be awesome we'll get you down to walt disney world great tips once you book that trip your inbox gets this pixie dust every so often with hey let's talk about adrs let's talk about uh, getting yourself ready for some great dining on your trip how about all kinds of weather we talked about that with michelle she's headed actually she's at walt disney world right now we give you tips for preparing for all kinds of weather we give you the external battery tip <laughs> you got teens <laughs> you need that tip yeah, everybody needs it but especially if you have teens or preteens we get you ready so that you can have a great trip. We, th- You don't have to think. We think about it for you. We get you ready. You're going to get that stuff in your inbox. You're going to say, oh, glad I thought of that. Hey, just tell your significant other, whoever you're going with, guess what I thought of. You, we don't need to have the credit. You guys take the credit. That's what we do. We're just there to help you along. So just swing by the magicforless.com today. Fill out that quote form. We'll take it from there. We're going to work together. We'll be like that little genie in your pocket. So check them out again, the magicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And come support us on Patreon. We'd appreciate that. $5 a month gives us the support we need. And you get all these shows every week and, you know, all kinds of stuff. And you get Mike in the Midwest every week as well. Patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give Ricky a follow on the social media at Ricky Nibs. Pam's at TMFLT Pam. I'm at be our guest Mike. We'd all three love to talk to you this week. Also give Scott a follow. His pictures are probably going to be prettier than any of ours. He's at Epscott on the social media. I'm so jealous. It's going to be awesome. So uh, I'll be following him like a, like a stalker and checking out all the palm trees and sunsets and all the great food he'll be having as well. Yes, that's cute little figment there, Ricky. Thank you. I'm just saying, I'm throwing in the tie-in. It needs to happen. It needs okay, to there happen. You go. Perfect. Yes. That one didn't even fall down. All right, so we are going to get out of here, but I'll talk to you guys on Sunday night. Be there. I need your calls. It's going to be a lot of fun. I love talking Disney with you. So for Ricky and Pam, I'm Mike. Wish you a great weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.